The estate planning team is an Ohio registered investment advisor. The following is for informational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any securities or financial products. Be sure to consult with a qualified financial advice and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. You have financial goals and dreams. We can help you achieve them. Welcome to Financial Food for Thought, the show that answers all the questions on how to maximize your lifestyle and preserve your wealth. Try to see it my way. Do I have to keep on talking till I can go on? While you see it your way, run the risk of knowing that our love may soon be gone. We can work it out. We can Good morning, work Karen. It out. Good morning, Mark. I'm dedicating this song to our political representatives in Congress. <laughs> well, good morning, everyone. You found Financial Food for Thought. You got Mark Donnelly and Kara Waddell. And so this show is being taped on Friday morning. And as of this taping, there is still no deal, right? They haven't worked it out yet. Karen. Of course they don't. Capitol Hill have resumed talks for a coronavirus relief package. Democrats say the meeting was productive, but hmm. both sides remain split on several issues. Like two Skyler trillion dollars. The President Trump says he is directly involved as talks on a coronavirus relief package resumed on Capitol Hill between his team and congressional Democrats. After signing an executive order prioritizing the hiring of American tech workers, the president accused the Democrats of stalling negotiations over state and local funding. They're slow rolling it, and all they're really interested in is bailout money to bail out radical left governors and radical left mayors. We think we need a much fuller, stronger... Uh, response by the federal government to get out of this mess. White House officials tell CBS News right now they are narrowly focused on getting an agreement on enhanced unemployment and eviction relief. Those benefits expired for millions of Americans last Friday. The Democrats want to keep the extra $600 weekly unemployment payments, while Republicans want to slash those payments to $200 weekly. They're not that far apart on that, Carrie. Just get it done. Right. That's a country are concerned about being evicted. Tens of millions of people are unemployment insurance. The reason, the way we can correct so much of that is for us to defeat the virus. Sources well, tell CBS News well, that's, the White they have House control over that. Yeah, I, you know. I, well, President Trump said if they don't work it out, he's going to act. And but the point is, when is that deadline? Right. Um. Because I don't know if America can wait. Um, well, do you think? Do you think our politicians really care? Mark? No, no, <laughs> that's I don't. The um, well, or else you know. But I think that it's not only that they're a little bit apart on the dollars, like a couple trillion. Right. Um, I think it's also just basic f- philosophical. I, I mean, see, the Democrats are saying, okay, we can't overcome the virus. So, therefore, we're not going to go back to work, we're not going back to schools, and people are still going to be unemployed. And so, because of that, right. we need to extend the unemployment at the full $600 till in the right. next year sometime. But isn't, we, that's we, not we, realistic. we got to shut down again. You know, that's the Democrat. Whereas right. the Republicans are saying, no, we've already spent, you know, three and a half trillion. Which they um, haven't used all haven't of it. Haven't used yet. It, it, we're, we we want to extend for a little bit. You know, we, we're okay with that. But we want to give incentives for people to go back to work. Mm-hmm. Well, right. Because for some people, that $600 was keeping them at home. Because even when they were offered to go back, they didn't want to go back. Because they were making more staying at home. Right. So in the beginning of the week, we got, you know, we, 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 you know, they were saying, you know, the, the early clips from the, the, the senators, they were saying, oh, that was very positive. Mm-hmm. Remember they're saying, we've all, they kind of said they all agreed to try to have a deal by today, right. Friday, the, right. the, the so, show shaping of the, the taping of the show. Let's hope they did. Um, but that kind of deteriorated. Throughout. It was, it was, I think we're more likely what, to have a, a miraculous cure for COVID um, although we're getting really good, they said, at treating it. That's why the fatalities um, are down. But um, then we will have an agreement, is my guess. Well, so was that kind of like a false positive? Like, kind of like DeWine's <laughs> COVID test? Yeah, what yeah. was going on with that? Positive and then negative. 
Yeah, so the quick test. Well, they say false positive in theory. Yeah. But but they say because I've heard there are a lot of false positives because there's other coronaviruses that we've all been exposed to. And the tests don't (sighs) do a great job of differentiating. So Dwine got a false positive. False False positive. positive. Um, our Congress had a false positive early, you know, test that they were going to get a package by the end of the week. And I'm just waiting for Joe Biden to take a test. Carrie, go ahead. All right. Well, good morning, everyone. You're listening to Financial Food for Thought. We're a financial educational radio talk program here every Saturday morning between nine and 10 here to give you helpful information about issues that can impact your financial life. And that's true, whether you're working and thinking about your future retirement years or concerned about your financial life, or if you're already in retirement, a lot of people are worried and concerned about the market volatility, just the uncertainty and not sure what to do. Some people don't do anything, which in every economic situation, we keep talking on the show There are plenty of opportunities, and like anything in your life, if you sit back and let things fall where they may, they may not turn out exactly like you want them to, or you can be proactive and take control and understand what options you have and opportunities and how to avoid potential problems. We're sponsored by the estate planning team, and the estate planning team is a fee-based fiduciary planning firm that's been in the greater Cleveland area now more th- for more than 35 years. Um, we're, again, fee-based. What we do is build custom financial plans and do financial modeling so people know um, taking into account spending, inflation, possible retirement dates, and then how to create the income they need as tax efficiently as possible, how to address some of the financial challenges or disruptors, and how they will be affected. And also, um, sometimes people are forced retirement today. But how do you cre- not only do you create the income as tax efficiently as possible, even though we don't do investments at the estate planning team, we have clients that work with existing investment advisors, which we believe in coordinated plans, or a lot of our clients do the investing on their own. Um, what we do is look at your assets in terms of how much risk do you really need to take on to be okay? Because when you look at the plan and based on a conservative, realistic number, if you can do all the spending you want to do and you can retire when you want and all these great things can happen in your life, even based on a worst case scenario, maybe you don't want to take on the unnecessary risk. Um, Do you know how much risk? Have you looked at that long term plan? And, you know, it's looking at risk, growth and tax efficiency. We're accredited and A-rated members of the Better Business Bureau and Super Service Award winners of Angie's List for multiple years. And we do offer a free no-obligation consultation, which we're doing consultations by phone or in person, whatever you're more comfortable with. Um, You can contact us for those free consultations at 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090. Or visit financialfoodforthought.com. No cost, no pressure, obligation. And thinking about the consultation and why planning is important, Mark, um, last weekend, I don't even think I told you, I went on a whitewater rafting. Never did it before. Really, Carrie? I took my daughter who graduated high school, her friend the, and husband, in, the, in, in Pennsylvania. Okay. So not far. And I hope you you're wearing had, a life preserver, Carrie. You do, and a helmet. You have two options. And I thought, boy, this parallel is planning. You have the option of a guide in your boat or just rent a raft. They give you a, you know, a good life jacket, helmet. And just send you down. So you either go, you've never done it before. No. So your decision is you're going to do it on your own, never right. doing it before, or you're going to hire a guide. Right. And granted, this was like a class one, two, and three, which you could have done the other one. There was no way after a first time. Now, granted, there were calms on the river, um, but there were spots that were rough and you needed to know, like, because we went with the guide, you had a safety. There were 30, 40 minutes of the guide telling us what we would do when things were calm, but all the obstacles on how you address these potential problems. Yeah. I you think know? You, I hope, yeah, go and with the guide. And even though it was a one, two, and three, people have died. Um, you know, what do you do? A lot of people fall over because you don't lock your feet. I didn't realize. Well, in the raft, because we were in a group, somebody who opted for not a guide in there, fell, the first little rapids fell out of the boat. There you so go. there was, how do you do address it if you fall? Out? And I was thinking more about planning. You could go it alone because there were groups where they were falling out. They were getting stuck. There was a group and they told you how, if I didn't have my guide, I would have been the one flipping my raft because there were things if you come on a big rock and they did the opposite of what you naturally want to do. Right. So I thought, you know what? Learning the hard way? Right. So I would much rather with everything, I'm glad, God, nobody fell out of our boat. Um, 
We did the right things when we came into obstacles because I had someone there. And that's kind of like planning. People who didn't have a guide probably made it to the end down the river, you know. Some of, there was a lady who did fall on the rocks. But they might have been a little bit wetter than the Yeah, rest of well, they were wetter and the water was cold, but she also had some scrapes. She had a huge bruise because she fell out on the rocks. So she may be some going people, to the emergency do, room. Right. They do have some signs where people have died. Um, but certainly, I like in planning, if you have someone who's there to guide you and help you address those issues, you're going to come out a lot better. And in everything, you know, I'm one, even if there's more problems, I'd rather stack the odds in my favor. I mean, it was so much fun. And certainly there were times you're just out there paddling and just or just floating and enjoying the beauty. But there are other times, hey, I was glad we had our guy Dave in the boat telling me what to do, how to paddle opposite of what you think you did. Um, So then it was a great day, beautiful ride. But in like planning, would you rather just do it alone and maybe run into problems and cause bigger problems or would you want to have somebody guide you through and that's kind of a good analogy of what we do at the estate planning team when i went and read those options i was like hmm kind of applies to what we do where do i get the video of that excursion yeah i don't think we didn't even i even left camera it was so nice you put cell phones car keys unlock about like you just enjoy the outdoors well, there you go. So, are you are you gonna? Will you ever do it again? Was it absolutely? A good, no? I think oh, I would wow. do. I think I would eventually go to the higher level, but I think I would do this a couple. Carrie, times when you first. start parachuting out of planes, let me know. Oh ahead no, of time, that'll never you? be me. I'm not a height, but this was fun. Um, sounds like fun. Did your daughter like it? Did you have a good time? Loved it. We took one of her friends and nice. Did you tell Chucky you were doing that? He went with us. Oh, he was with you. Yeah, he went with us. Okay. Um, yeah, so we we say that all the time. You know, it's just like anything, anything in life. You know, Carrie, we, you know that that if you've never done it before, um, how often you know do you get it right the very first time? And some things you get do overs, but like you're saying in whitewater rafting, you might not get a do over. Right. Um, well, and, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And and a lot of times in retirement planning, the do over may be going back to work. So, you know, we've or, all right. It might be a up two of a like there was one spot where people have died often and they've kind of re- made some changes. But that's because of simple things. You would think when you're in short, right, you, the the natural thing, if you're in shallow water is to stand up. Worst thing to do in whitewater rafting or any rapids because you get stuck. And that's where people get into. So it was like something you would think naturally you would do, right. which we see that all the time. People say, I'm going to be okay. Well, do you just want to be okay? Or do I just want to be, eh, get through it? Or do you want to really make it good and better right. and, you know, and enjoyable, especially, or do I want to, uh, you know, know how to navigate through obstacles and certainly this market volatility or not knowing what can happen. Some people have been, we've had people run into where their planned retirement date was a couple of years and because of their industry or their market, they're, they're forced out. They no longer have a job. Their pre-retirement came a lot or their retirement date was forced much earlier. And it's going to be hard to find a job at that level to replace that salary. And it's even harder if you're someone 60 under 65. Have you really looked at what the cost of medical expenses when you, you know, COBRA, some people, are, you know, find out what the COBRA cost. And then when COBRA ends, find out how expensive it is. For insurance on your own right and and that's the you know that's just comes with um you know you could say well sometimes you'll hear a professional say oh building a retirement plan's easy you know or you know i can do it in 10 minutes well yeah if you've done a thousand of them it's easier than if you've never done one um but it's not always you're going to read a textbook you know th- that live guide that human contact sometimes is worth more than reading the hazard warnings in the n- what not to do in a whitewater rafting right i mean having that guide there to say you know that coaching or whatever and saying okay yeah we you know we're going to get you through the rough waters um so you know so and hopefully Congress will get us through the rough waters. Come on. I have no faith. So you, you, I played that clip in the beginning, Carrie. You, one voice we didn't hear was Joe Biden's, right? Now, granted, Joe's doesn't have, you know, he's in the basement, but what did he say this week? I want to have a chat about Joe Biden again. He's leading strongly in the polls, but he's still looking like Chauncey Gardner in being there, isn't he? Can he really run in November? Here's his latest appearance where once more he forgot where he was and then tried to pass it off as some kind of joke. Welcome to Kingswood Community Centre. 
actually, that's the one down I used to work. As a joke. You didn't know where we were anyway. No one's laughing. <laughs> oh, Joe's uh, laughing. It's, it's great to be here. And uh, back uh, to the place where, uh, you he's, know... Uh, he's totally lost his place now. Yeah, you know, I mean, Carrie, again, I, I'm questioning whether or not we are going to get the debate on September 29th. Um, I'm hoping. I think it should be interesting. You know, and I think Joe needs to take a test. Um, <laughs> all right. What else is going on? So uh, not going back to school sales are starting, right, Carrie? What? Oh, yeah, that's no sales tax weekend. Right. I call it the not going back to school nah. sales. Well, they bet, yeah. So far, our my school keeps saying they came out with another plan this week, giving parents virtual. So, I know there's a lot of protests of parents saying. So we've got the, uh, yeah, we've got the Ohio sales tax holiday this weekend. Um, so it, that's still going. Um, so, and, and again, believe me, the, uh, the, the local retailers would love you to take advantage of that. Um, because everybody is hurting. Right. Um, and maybe we're going back to school. Uh, maybe not everyone's going back to school. Um, but you still need some school supplies, I guess. Um, I don't know if you need, you know, the, I mean, people are, I mean, were they saying that the savings rate in the country is way, way up? Hmm. It's the same thing. If you, if there's nowhere to go spend money, you save money. So that's one of the silver linings of the, the COVID shutdown, they say, right? Um, so what else? Yeah, so I'm going to continue, um, you know, with the case study that I started last week, Carrie, and, and it's just the idea of, you know, how you have to remain active. At least we're very active planners at the estate planning team, and we think that even in, it, it, maybe even more so in volatile times, you know, it's not there of being paralyzed in fear or just throwing your arms up and say, why plan? It doesn't matter. No, we're saying, no, let's be active. Let's look for silver linings. Let's, you know, we're going to get through this. You know, the virus eventually will go away. Eventually, we'll have a vaccine. Um, Eventually, you know, people will go back to work. Mm -hmm. Um, It's going to take time. I mean, the V-shaped recovery, as much as, you know, Kudlow and and Trump say it's still, you know, it's vanished. Right, Carrie? I mean, I don't think... It's vanished. You know, it's not going to be a V-shaped. Um, is it going to be a U, an L, a W, a Nike swish? You know, that's that's yet to be determined. Um, but the idea is that it, it, we could still have, um, we have a lot of people un, uh, unemployed. Now, we, right. we got a lot of data this week, Carrie, right? Um, and it was kind of mixed, you know, again, mixed data points, right? So on Wednesday, the ADP report came out, right? Carrie, and, and they um, their jobs were low. It came in, you know, one hundred and sixty seven thousand. That was, you know, they were forecasting right. one point two to one point five million. But the, here's the here's the rub of it, though, Carrie. For June, they revised the number up by one point nine million. So I mean, see the yeah. uh, they're way. I mean, what way off? Do you think maybe somebody just missed up the model? You think? You know, um, so you know, so June they reported one point nine million. You know, they had an additional one point nine million revision onto June, and then July came in, uh, you know, a million short. Well, I guess over the two months they're right on target. I don't know mixed signals, right? Uh, then we had the weekly jobless claims come out on Thursday, right? Okay, the range was all over the board, Carrie. I mean, you had people saying it was going to be 600,000 new jobless claims. Uh, Worst case scenario, 3.2 million new jobless claims, right? Um, It came in at about 1.186. Okay, so you you could say, all right, um, better better than forecasted, right? So right in the mid there and say, so maybe think, you know, okay. So that was, I guess, positive. And then, of course, um, on Friday, you have the July jobs report, right? Now, the jobs report, that's a month old, right? So it, it's like, well, you know, maybe that's really not current enough, but how did that do? Well, again, um, the, uh, you know, they were, they were saying, you know, the, the, the estimate was about one and a half million new jobs, right? Mm-hmm. Came in at 1,760,000. Now, it's funny now because, that's... yeah, and actually Trump front run that, you know, President Trump, you know, earlier in the week said, you know, get ready for the big jobs report. Um, now, did he know something? 
He's, Probably. You know, now they're saying, Carrie, he doesn't. They're saying he does not get that number. And if he did get that number, he can't say anything. Okay. You know, so so when 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 President Trump's asked about it, he's saying, no, I just, I do my own, you know, research. You know, I do my own hunches. And, I, and so he was, now, was it a huge win? I don't know. Unemployment down to 10.2%. Um, even the U6, some people look at that. Unemployment, even more, that was down as well. Um, so does President Trump get to take a victory lap? Hmm, I don't know. But in either case, any of those three data points, Carrie, did it make any difference to our congressional leaders in the direction they're going? Hmm. No. They still, you know, so are they, are they just, are they waiting for more data or, or is the data they don't care? They this don't This is care. all political and it's just that, you know. I don't think they really care. They care about their own agenda. Uh, um, okay, so what else can we, what, what empirical data can we look at? Well, um, earnings, we're playing the earnings game, Carrie. Right? Okay. Um, so those of new listeners, this is the game where I um, I ask Carrie, you know, I take a group of uh, companies that released earnings. We're in the second quarter earnings report here. So we're keeping an eye on earnings because that kind of gives a direction of how the economy's going and, and what businesses are going to make it and maybe what businesses aren't or, you know, going to have struggling. And so this is the third week of that, Carrie. Go always go back and listen to our podcast. So the first week we did the big bad banks, right? Um, last week we did the monster tech. So this week, Carrie, who's up? King Oil. Okay. All right. Um, and um, all right. So let's see. So let me pick some some groups out of here. Uh, all right. OK, let's start with. Um, so this is the game where I get name a company and Carrie tries to guess. Did they meet, beat or miss their earnings report? OK. okay. All right. Um, so let's do it. Let's start off with Exxon. OK. Okay, um, so Exxon, Carrie, you've heard of them before, oh, right? Of course. Um, okay, so did they uh, meet, beat, or miss their I'm earnings? thinking oil missed. Yeah, they missed. Because, yeah. I mean, people aren't traveling, people aren't... Yeah, they... And, wow, okay, so earnings per share came in at a negative 70 cents. Ouch. Um, streets were looking for... They, and the streets were thinking negative, but only 63 Okay, um, revenues came in at $32.6 billion, missing projections of $36.1 billion. Okay, how about Chevron? Miss. Another big company. I, I'm just thinking oil as a whole got to miss. <laughs> okay. I mean, because people right. aren't on the road. King people Oil is losing its crown. All right. Yeah. Uh, EPS came in a negative dollar fifty nine. You know, the street was looking only for ninety three cents down. Um, okay. Um, revenues came in at thirteen and a half billion, but the street was looking for twenty two billion. Okay. Um, how about uh, let's get out of the U.S. Carrie? How about Royal Dutch Shell? You've heard of them? Yeah. Okay. What do you think they did? Miss. Really? Oh, okay. So now, again, I'm not an accountant from China, so I'm not really sure how, you know, the the, the UK does it, you know, but apparently they wound up with um, 16 cents beating the street was looking for a negative 31 cents, and they did pretty well. Revenues came in at, you know, $32 billion, okay? Uh, here's another. Here's the last one here, Carrie. Okay, so you um, BP, mm-hmm. British Petroleum, Big. missed. Yeah, they missed Carrie. Okay, so I'm surprised even uh, Shell did well. Well, that's why I'm not sure how you know they may have to look at how Shell worked out their accounting. Um, right. So BP uh, a loss of a dollar ninety eight per share. Missing street projections. We're looking for a ninety nine cents decline. Um, you know they, uh, you know they, you know BP saying you know they did not carry out their share repurchase program in the second quarter and they cut their dividend in half. In half, Carrie Jeez. cut the dividend right. So so is so, so again mixed signals. We've got mixed job labor signals. We're getting mixed corporate signals. Now, maybe that's not a surprise to a lot of people. You know, where Monster Tech did very, very well, mm-hmm. and King Oil did very, very bad. 
Not surprising. Um, and, you know, I don't know if that, and again, we don't do stocks, you know, right. you know, so we're not trying to make stock recommendations. Quite frankly, the stock market bores me to tears. Um, you know, what we do is we build financial plans, but we do keep an eye and we say, okay, how is this, you know, these data points, does that going to help you make a decision whether if you're building a financial plan at home, are you thinking about, you know, are you think that this V-shaped recovery is underway? Or are you thinking, uh-uh, maybe this is going to be a bit longer and maybe I should perhaps look at something that, you know, maybe run my plan R, you know, the Rona plan for or the recovery plan or the recession plan, whatever you want to coin it, and say, okay, what happens if things aren't quite as rosy as quickly as what I my plan A was assuming. Right. And if you want to know, even based on your current thinking, are you going to be okay? Or based on what if scenarios, how do you need to adjust? And how does that affect um, the longevity of your plan? A lot of people who are worried about running out of money, we have come in. Some people who are very worried and concerned are actually have no need to be when we run the numbers based on, again, realistic conservative assumptions and projections. Other people who are not worried that maybe they just um, want to look at different pieces and parts, even though we do pre-retirement, retirement, we look at IRA distribution planning, Roth conversions they might have, but we actually run the numbers and they think they're going to be okay, that in actuality, they're not. Even though they're making a lot of money now, they're spending a lot. So when wages end, they may not have the assets they think they do to keep um, cover the spending long term. And that's what we do with the estate planning team. And planning can benefit states of many different sizes and ranges. And like our, our plans are customized, so our fees, we have hourly and comprehensive retainer options. We help people through impl- um, analysis, recommendations, and then implementing through the implementation process and other people who want to come in for specific analysis, which we have a lot of people um, with the passage of the CARES Act who have IRAs, company plans, or similar assets, um, having us look at IRA distribution planning and can they max out a certain threshold on their tax return, um, whether it's cash flow needs, Roth conversion planning, it could be maxing out a certain tax bracket when their Social Security tax, when their capital gains. Whatever those things are, you know, we're looking for every opportunity possible. The estate planning team offers a free, no obligation, no pressure consultation. And again, we've been around a very long time, so we've probably seen it before. And if we don't know, um, we, you know, we don't have all the answers, but we know what questions you should ask. And we work in our client's best interest. Now more than ever, you need a trusted advisor, and that's what we do. And you can call the estate planning team for the free consultation by phone or in person at 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. That's 440-239-2090 or financialfoodforthought.com. All right. So a lot of times on this program, we, we do a case review and, and it's the idea of try to illustrate how some of the practices um, or some of the strategies that we talk about on the radio, we put into practice, Right. So a lot of times, you know, we've been talking about how you got to stay active in your financial planning. It's not the idea that you do a financial plan once and put it into a sock drawer for 30 years. And it's also the idea that you may be working with various advisors. It could be an attorney. It could be a, a CPA or a tax preparer. It could be an investment advisor, someone who's helping you, you know, with picking out your stocks and bonds and ETFs and mutual funds. It could be an insurance professional who's helping you out with life insurance, long-term care insurance, health insurance, you know, or one of those things, um, fixed annuities. Or it could be, you know, the financial planner, you know, who's actually building a model that's incorporated all these other ideas in one, you know, projection saying, okay, are you on the right path? You know, are you not going to run out of money before life, right? And also, you know, how you need to adjust, you know, for when life throws you a curveball, you know, for these things that are totally beyond your control, right? So yeah, you can't control everything, but what you can control is what you have to realize. That's the discipline of financial planning is knowing that you build a model based on a certain set of assumptions. Now, we always remind our clients, you know, you got to make conservative and realistic assumptions, right? And mm-hmm. also, you, you know, you have your base case A, let's say, but just for fun, you may want to run an alternative case or, you know, 
So you could say if take the rose colored glasses off for a moment. But the other thing is coordination of advisors. In other words, you need all the help you can get in volatile times. All right. You need that coordination. You know, if you've got I just mentioned five professionals, if if you've got all five and they never talk to one another, I, I don't know if you're getting the best plan. You know, as opposed to you have another individual who has five advisors, but they're working together. I'm going to go on a limb and say they're getting a better plan. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, and and you were mentioned before, it's not so much you say, well, Mark, I don't even know what I need to be asking my other advisors in these Mm -hmm. volatile times. We do. Okay, Um, you know, we can get you know, we can help you set the agendas. So the case review I started last week and you can always go back and listen to the podcast is, you know, the idea that, we're, you know, it, it, it's a situation we're working with a couple. Now, we've been working on their plan for a while. So one of the other benefits of getting your financial plan in order is that you have a base case A before it's an emergency. Right. Okay. Um, then, and you're scrambling around saying, you know, so in this particular case, you know, we were, um, you know, we had kind of worked out their retirement plan. So they were still both working, you know, when they came in to see us um, and we put together a plan that, you know, that the retirement was going to happen like over a two or three year period between when he was going to retire and then she was going to retire and there was going to be at the same time. Not every not every couple retires at the same time. All right. Mm-hmm. Now, some carry sometimes some prefer that, not to, but sometimes <laughs> that is the goal. Right. We've had a many couples who said our goal, we were going to retire at the same time. Mm-hmm. But that's 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 why you don't ask the neighbor what they're doing, right? Um, what do you want to do, right? So in either case, they weren't going to retire at the same time. They weren't the same age, um, and you know, but but it was going to cover the period where they were going to get into their you know into their sixties, where Social Security elections come up and and Medicare you know comes up, and you know then finally it, you know retirement, right? Um, so. A lot goes into that type of pre-retirement plan, if you call that right. Um, so they were living the plan, right? You know, and and until Carrie, the Rona, mm-hmm. okay, because you know we didn't have the Rona built into the plan. Now, we did have an economic downturn built into the plan, but after discussions with the client, they did not think that was coming for a couple of years. They still thought it was out there, you know, you know, and so and that's that's, you know, how what your comfort level is. So the Rona accelerated that by at least a year. Okay, Mm -hmm. Um, you remember there weren't too many uh, economists calling for a 2020 recession. Right. Uh, Especially coming off 2019, where you had a double digit return in the the stock market. We had the lowest unemployment in history. And, and, you know, the Trump train was all full blast ahead. Okay, things change pretty quickly. Thanks, China. But we're going to. All right. Now. um, So what what happened with this couple was they're saying, okay, well, you know, so what they were doing is they were working the plan and we had already worked out that they, you know, that they were going to, you know, build a cash reserve. And that they were going to, you know, they were, you know, they were in the first part of the retirement, their, their taxable income was going to lighten up without the wages. So they wanted to do the Roth conversion. You know, they were going to look at that window carry that we often talk about, you know, where there may be a window period between where you're not having wages. So you're in a very low tax bracket. This couple had no pensions per se, um, you know, and they hadn't started Social Security yet. So they had this low tax window. Um, Now, she was still working, but not earning. But their wages were a lot down because of his stopping. And there was, so we were building in a certain level of Roth conversion that we were planning for 2020. Well, by having that, all right, so they were ready to go. You know, we, we, right at the beginning of the year that, you know, the plan was, okay, we're planning on a Roth conversion in 2020, but they didn't trigger it. January 1st, right? right? Um, Because again, we warned people that when the, you know, when the tax law took away the Roth recharacterization, you don't get do-overs now with your Roth conversions, right? Now, Roth conversions have to be executed by December 31st. In the olden days, you could redo it, right? And recharacterize it, though. That that opportunity is gone now. So you got to be more careful before you execute them because you can't go, you don't have a do-over anymore. Especially if you're trying to max out a certain tax threshold by doing a certain amount of Roth conversion, which is how we plan it for our clients. Um, now, so 
So, but what happened was when they saw the, the, you know, we also, we were very close contact with their investment advisors. So we meet with their investment advisors a couple of times a year. And part of that was, you know, we knew that the investment advisors was already rebalancing the account. Um, so even though the, you know, and of course the investment advisors never say the, uh, 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 last is coming, right, Gary, they're always, in, right. you know, bullish, but, but even though we said, yeah, okay. So they said, yeah, but we are going to rebalance at the beginning of the year. Um, you know, to get back to, you know, not taking on more risk to be okay. So that was good. So, but then when the market dropped in March, our clients were like, okay, now I'm going to do the Roth conversion because mm-hmm. now I'm getting a tax discount to get that money over to Roth. And I'll, and I'll just going to hold the same positions and I'll just let all the regrowth, the V-shaped recovery, the regrowth come back all tax-free in the Roth IRA. All right, great. Um, now, they still didn't do it all, though. So even when we had a target amount they were going to do, they're saying, we're not going to do it all because it's still early in the year. We'll do some of it, and we'll revisit it at a later date. That's fine. All right. Um, so they already did. you know. So, But that takes up some room on their tax return, right? right? Because that Roth conversion does create taxable income. So now, though, but then when the Rona got much worse, okay, um, now all of a sudden they're saying, hmm, we don't, I don't know, if Mark, if we've got enough cash reserve. Okay, because um, they're saying, you know, mm, what if this, what if this uh, recession is now coming quicker than what we thought? And what if it's glass for a while, right at the same time where our wages are ending? Right. right? Um, so now we had calculated what their spending gap is. And if you haven't done that, see, that's one of the benefits of doing a detailed financial plan. You calculate what your spending gap is. Right. And that's a difference, especially when you're in retirement, the difference between how much cash flow you need, less how much fixed retirement income's coming in. Now, this couple didn't have a lot of fixed retirement coming, coming, coming in because they're they don't have pensions and they're going to wait on Social Security. Um, she was going to, you know, and, and, and the social security, you know, the plan a was that, you know, they, 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 they met now again, this is why you don't ask your neighbor, you know, what their social security election is. You know, you have to kind of do this yourself because they were old enough to be grandfathers. So the, the, so what the robot recommended for them was that, um, she was going to start her benefit at her full retirement age. Okay. That allowed him to start a half spousal. Right. Okay. While he defers his own to age 70, 70 to get the deferred credits, which is the higher amount that will go on in survivorship. Which is a big difference if you think you're going to live a longer period of right. time. Now, not everyone can do that. Right. Because you got to be have the certain circumstances set up. But if you've never seen a professional Social Security analyzer and how it can show you the hundreds of thousands of dollars of cumulative benefits you could be giving up by making a wrong decision, kind of carry like going down the whitewater rafting without right. a guide. Mm. Right. Um, let the robot. Not crunch, my preference. Let the robot crunch the numbers. It could mean a lot more money to you in retirement. Right. And it's all about the net spendable dollars or the net benefit that can pay for either necessities or things that you're worried about or some of the fun things that you may want to do in retirement. And, and you know, if you come in for a free consultation, even if you don't become a client of the estate planning team, if you want us to run one of those professional um, Social Security analyzers, we'll do that for you. Mm-hmm. you. You have to provide us the numbers. Right. Um, but we'll... We, we, and you can take the report home with you um, for anyone coming in for a consultation. Or if you're doing consultation by phone, we'll, you know, get it to you. Um, all right. So they didn't want to change. So so now they're saying, OK, so we're in this position where we think our, you know, you know, we knew what their spending gap was. And we they thought we want another year of that. You know, so we want to raise some cash, but we don't want to create more taxes. We don't want to turn on the Social Security right now. We want to stick with Plan A, but see all the flexibility, mm-hmm. you know, you know that, that we have. And so, okay, so what we do? So we said, all right, we go. We went back to the investment advisor and said, okay, we knew, you know, you know, is there any way you can generate some additional cash, you know, because what, what happened too, Carrie, was that they they saw the recovery after the March low. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's no panic with this couple there. You know, we you know, they yeah. So they didn't sell, you know, anything. So they knew. So they already had additional capital, ga- unrealized capital gains. Um, but they also had some leftover losses, unrealized losses from the uh, crash in March. Mm-hmm. Right. So we went to the investment advisor and say, OK, 
we were, we're trying to raise X amount in cash. We're going to build the cash reserve before, because this couple, they thought the W-shaped recovery was coming. Mm-hmm. They're thinking we're going to go down again. Okay. All right. Um, now that's their choice. Okay. So they say, you know, so, but working with the investment advisors, you know, the questions that you need to be asking your investment advisors, right? We said, okay, is there any way you can generate this amount of cash without triggering a huge tax hit? Mm-hmm. Can you harvest some more losses? Can you lock in some more capital gains? Um, and and the, we worked with the invest advisors. They could. They actually they could got they they could create the amount of cash, uh, you know, that the clients wanted to build up, right? And it actually created a small tax loss. Hmm. All right. Um, better now, yet. Better yet. Okay. <laughs> um, and the clients feeling pretty good right now. Because they're saying, all right, now um, if we don't have the W shaped, if we if if everything still, if we have the you know Trump's V shaped recovery, what's the what's okay? I've got my cash. I don't have to use it. Um, if 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 we don't have a surprise, you know, a bad surprise or anything. But if it goes the other way, we do have a W shape. They just locked in some more gains, mm-hmm. um, but they have their cash reserve now, which is giving them the flexibility that if they do have a unplanned expense, mm-hmm. not that those ever happen, right. Gary, right? Um, now they have the flexibility to say, I don't have to sell my stocks low if I don't want to, mm-hmm. because now I can re- you know, rely on my cash reserve. All right. Um, now, um, the other thing that came up is that um, part of the cash reserve that was built in, which is why they were getting concerned, is they were planning on buying a new automobile. Okay. In 2020. All right. Um, and so as much, as much as we had built in the cash reserve for that, that's what they were concerned about, right, Gary? Because if they, if they went ahead and bought the car right. with the cash and then we had an extended downturn. They were going to be short. Then then could they wind up being short? So that was that was part of their reasoning saying, you know, we're in a cash. No. But we also said, you know, by the way, if uh, if you want to preserve more cash reserve, you know, you might want to look and see if the dealer is offering zero financing. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, because that's another way of preserving your cash reserve in an economic downturn. So even though you may have budgeted in your cash reserve a new automobile purchase, you know one of the things we're saying how you protect yourself in a in a recession or an extended recession, um, you know something like we had in two thousand eight, um, you know the worst recession ever. You know mm-hmm. um, the idea is saying okay. I, you know, what are the options? And so with the low interest rates, you know, a lot of dealers right now are offering zero financing mm-hmm. um, or very low financing, right. if not zero. Um, and so now they so, so now they have the flexibility. So now they can negotiate at the auto dealer. Right. right. Um, they could say, OK, this is what we want to buy. They know they have the cash now to buy it. Right. Right. And they know they've got the extra cash reserve, you know, to covered. Um, or they may negotiate and say, hey, you know, what's the zero financing deal? Right. At least now they can pick what they think is the better route. Mm-hmm. Um, because some of our clients come back to the office, Carrie, and they and they let us know that you know at times um, when when they talk to the auto dealer, they're going to go with zero financing. They the dealer comes back and says, "Well, you know, if you want to make it a cash deal, I'll drop the price." Right, and you need to weigh that with the long you know long term benefits. Right, so you know, so you can see, so so now we're we're coordinating, we're coordinating with the investment advisor. And also, we went back and said, okay, what are we going to do with, uh, you know, implementing the rest of the Roth conversion? All right. Because remember, they did some of it in March. Right. Okay. Um, they still have a target to go. And so now we know that they, they've been able to raise their cash reserve. It's actually creating a little bit of a loss for them right now. Right. So we go back to their CPA now. Mm-hmm. And we say, okay, we, here's our latest data because, you know, we worked with the CPA last the previous year 
and we knew, and and he had worked up, you know, how much of a Roth conversion to stay in a certain threshold and all that good stuff. Um, the threshold they wanted to max out was the Medicare threshold because mm-hmm. they, they were now in this phase where they were going on Medicare, right? Right. And you know, and they and we alerted them to the fact that if you have too much modified adjusted gross income, that's where you got to take your adjusted gross income and add back in any tax exempt interest to get modified adjusted gross right. income as a married filing jointly if that's over $174,000 you pay higher medicare premiums right all right um and if you want to stay away from that so that was the threshold that they were trying to max out so now we go back to the um tax preparer and we say okay here's the latest numbers let's this is the Roth conversion that was done in March so book that but now give us a revised pro forma to say how much right. more room do we have and we'll probably do that again but at least now you know when the so now the CPA came back with a revised uh, number right Mm-hmm. based all on the latest numbers and now the clients are ready to act again right so if that w-shaped recover or if that w-shape does happen if we do have bad news um and there's a lot of potential bad news out right. there i don't have to go over that um but they will be ready to act again mm-hmm. in other words if they see the market take a plunge you know, now their investment advisor has the revised number and, and now they're working and it's and the CPA's on board. And so now if it does happen quickly, we have another crash or another testing the lows, they will implement the second right. leg of the Roth conversion. Now if that doesn't happen, then they just know if they still want to do it, they have to do it by the end of the year. Okay, Um, and, you know, and and kind of go from there. Now, a lot of people are thinking we may have a volatile stock market around the election. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Um, nobody's got a crystal ball, but I think there could be a lot of things that could that be are volatile. You, know, you mean, volatile, you know, so, um, but, you know, Our so, Congress. Right. But so you see how that's kind of how we work a coordinated plan where we had a plan a they were implementing it. Okay, the Rona threw us a a curveball. Right. So we have to go in and adjust. But we don't panic. We don't make knee-jerk reactions. We get a coordinated effort going, and we come up with solutions. So it's just not the 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 old you know do DIY you know do it yourself internet where it says if your plan's not working, you have two options: work longer or spend less. Oh, right. No, we go a bit further. Than but it's that. a lot easier, Mark, when somebody already has a plan that we've worked with when those things happen to make those adjustments versus building it from scratch. Although we help people both. Remember, the estate planning team offers a free consultation by phone or in person to see if we can help and what value or benefit. We do have affordable planning services. We have both hourly and comprehensive retainer options. And if you'd like to schedule or get more information about who we are, what we do, or get helpful information, you can sign up for our newsletter and get information from our website, listen to previous podcasts. That's 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. That's 440-239-2090 or financialfoodforthought.com. And you're listening to Mark Donnelly and Carrie Waddell. And again, the company's been around a long time, Mark. And that's just one example. We have people, like I said earlier, who have been forced out of retirement. We have people um, buyouts and if you listen to previous podcasts, also, there's information on underutilized assets, looking at even though it's not spending, it's looking at old life insurance, annuities. Are there other things? Do you have old savings bond to create the cash you need and trying to look at every assets? Can we make it better? Can we um, make things improve your situation? All right. We've got a few minutes left here, Carrie. So, Carrie, if I want to do some whitewater rafting, I can call you up this weekend? Yeah. Yeah, and actually, I was surprised my mom wants to go next time. (laughs) I was shocked. She said that's her bucket list. So, some people think we're going to have a K-shaped recovery, Carrie, right? Okay. Um, And what do they mean by a K-shape? See, I know. At first, until you explained it last week, I was like, what? That doesn't even... Well, it's the idea that a lot... See... It's a big disconnect, right? How can we have such dire political, you know, crisis? So many people out of work. No vaccine yet. Right. Don't know if the schools are opening. 
yet the stock market's going crazy. And a lot of people say because it's the way people, some people are going to do very, very well in this world. And some and the and some people are going to do very very bad. Mm-hmm. So the recovery for some is going to be straight up, and other people it's going to be straight down. There's the K. Mm-hmm. So one of the voices I listen to is Jerome Powell, mm-hmm. Fed Chairman. So a reporter asked him, "What do you think about the widening wealth gap in this country?" So I get this story. Everything we do is directed at that. And, um, you know, the, I, I would say, I'll say one last thing on inequality. That is, inequality is, a, is an issue, has been a growing issue in our country and in our economy for four decades. And you see it, it has many faces. You see it uh, in the relative flattening out of, of incomes for people in low and lower and middle incomes as compared to those at the top. You see it in low mobility. Uh, where people, where the chances of moving up from the bottom to the middle or the top have declined and are lower than they are in other comparable wealthy countries. So it's a, it's a serious economic problem for the United States, but it's it's got underlying causes that are not related to monetary policy or to our response to the pandemic. Again, four decades of evidence suggests it's about globalization, it's about the flattening out of educational attainment in the United States compared to our, our, our other competitor countries. Um, it's about technology advancing too uh, if you're on the wrong side of those forces it's been uh, your, your income is stagnated so um, it's, it's a critical critical problem for our society but one that that really falls mainly to fiscal policy yeah and to our Congress yeah um, our part of it is to is to push as hard as we can our on our employment mandate while keeping price stability we saw what happened to people at uh, at the lower end of the income spectrum late in the last expansion. It was the best labor market in 50 years, they told us. We saw that, that uh, the biggest wage increases were going to people at the bottom end of the, of the wage spectrum for the last couple of years of that 10-year, 8-month expansion. So a tight labor market is probably the best thing that the Fed can uh, foster to, to go after that, that problem, which is a, a serious one. Yeah, so... And again, so he he says the same thing. You know, he is saying Congress has got to give more fiscal stimulus. Yeah. we This country needs more help. Now, I know, you know, how does that affect you? Well, you may be on the, you may think you're on the K upswing. Right. Okay. Your stocks may be doing very well, um, but you, your job may, you may feel your job is safe right now. But you know, you never know. But if your customer's job isn't safe, how safe is your job? Mm-hmm. If the state and locals start laying people off and start raising sales taxes, gasoline taxes, property taxes, um, you know, how could that affect your plan A? So maybe we should be looking and say, you know, even though I don't think I'm going to be affected, um, could I be affected? At least do I spend some time to model a plan R? That maybe would give me some peace of mind that if this thing does go wrong for me, is my family going to be okay? And a lot of people are thinking they may be okay, but they're worried, are their kids going to be okay? Or are their elders going to be okay? You know, back to the sandwich generation. Get us out of here. Right. And if you don't know, call the estate planning team for help in a free consultation at 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090 or visit the website at financialfoodforthought.com. Tune in next week for more Financial Food for Thought. For more information about the show, for estate planning or upcoming seminars, call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090. Thanks for listening.